Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. Hi, friends, and welcome to Happy Beeps. I'm your host, Jennifer Landa, and today's episode is all about the newest bounty hunter on the block, the Mandalorian. 
few weeks ago, I had the chance to watch about 30 minutes of footage from the first three episodes of the new Star Wars series. To put it simply, I was blown away by what I saw. And as I tweeted on that day, this is the Star Wars live action show we've been waiting years for. Don't worry about spoilers because I will not be sharing anything specific that hasn't already been in the trailers. I just want to share a general sense of the epicness that's in store for us. So what makes this highly anticipated series so good? On this episode, I'm going to tell you five reasons why and also share why I think this show is must-see stream TV. John Favreau loves to cook. He has a cooking show with chef Roy Choi on Netflix. So if I were to describe the Mandalorian show using a food analogy, it would be this. Think of the Mandalorian like a delicious stew. Favreau has been a fan of Star Wars since he was a kid. So this stew has been simmering for a very long time. Remember, the longer that something marinates, the more flavorful it becomes. To give the stew a good base though, you need to have some chicken stock. That's Dave Filoni. As the executive producer and director of two episodes, Dave Filoni brings his creative brilliance and knowledge of Star Wars lore, which grounds the show and helps it fit in within the canon. You might think that this stew is simply Star Wars comfort food. And while it's definitely that, it also tastes completely new. There are some unique ingredients thanks to Favreau's usage of the innovative VR technology he used while filming The Jungle Book and The Lion King. You will certainly taste the spaghetti western tone in the stew. And it's definitely a little spicy and gritty, so it's not really appropriate for younglings. You throw in a dash of directors like Taika Waititi, Deborah Chow, and Rick Famuyiwa, and you've got something totally unique and unexpected. When the stew is finally done, it smells deliciously familiar, but when you take your first slurp, it tastes entirely fresh. And that is how I would best describe watching The Mandalorian. But let's break down why I am already loving this series, even though I haven't even watched a full episode yet. Here are my top five reasons. Number five. The Fantastic Aliens, Creatures, and Beasts. What would Star Wars be without interesting looking aliens, weird creatures, and frightening beasts? These types of characters make the galaxy seem more fantastical and dangerous. Think of the first time you saw the Exogorth space slug trying to eat the Millennium Falcon in The Empire Strikes Back. Or Moma Nadan awkwardly sitting in the Moss Eisley Cantina in A New Hope, or the roaring rancor in Jabba's palace in Return of the Jedi. These characters have made a lasting impression on generations of fans because they remind us that weird is normal in Star Wars, and oftentimes, danger lurks around the corner. The Mandalorian continues his tradition by packing each frame with a bunch of weirdos or dangerous beasts. This is what makes Star Wars, Star Wars. I really appreciate that they use species like Trandoshans, creatures like the Blurg, or droid models like the IG series that we've seen on screen before. 
This makes the world of the Mandalorian feel real. If you live in the Star Wars galaxy, of course you might run into a Quarren at the cantina. But they also showed us new creatures, like a space rhino that can eat fire. It's these new elements that make us pause the frame and ask, what is that? And then immediately we get on Wikipedia to find out. The last thing I'll say is that I really like that the Mandalorian has battles between humans and beasts. Dogfights in space are very exciting, but there's just something thrilling for me about watching a human battle a monster. It's simple, and it feels like a throwback to, I don't know, the original Star Wars. And because of that, I can't help but wonder if some of these monster scenes were inspired by Favreau's childhood days of playing with the Star Wars action figures. Number four, the technology. As you can tell, The Mandalorian is all about blending the old with the new. And while Jon Favreau has become a pioneer of sorts with the groundbreaking technology they used on The Jungle Book and The Lion King, The Mandalorian doesn't just rely on CGI. As Favreau and Filoni shared at their panel at Star Wars Celebration earlier this year, the ILM team built models of The Mandalorian's ship, the Razor Crest. Initially, it was just supposed to be one miniature that was built for lighting references, but the ILM team got so excited they began building the models in their garages and rigged up cameras to shoot the ship, just like back in the day of working with George Lucas. This time, however, they built the models using 3D printing. So it's a little different than before. At the celebration panel, Favreau talked about how and why they use this hybrid of practical effects and VR technology. It's the first time we ever have filmed uh, Star Wars in Los Angeles, and I think even in the United States. And so part of what made that possible was a lot of new cutting edge technology using stuff that I've learned from Iron Man, Jungle Book, even, even Lion King about game engine, thank you. Uh, using all this new cutting edge game engine technology, video walls, uh, VR for planning. But Star Wars at its core is a, is, has to feel handmade and like a practical show. And so we have a lot of audio animatronics and puppetry, all the techniques that were used in the beginning. All of this means nothing if it doesn't look good on screen. If we, the audience, are distracted by the effects, whether they're practical or CGI, the story loses its impact. Thankfully, the effects in The Mandalorian don't distract. They enhance the story, and I found myself being mesmerized by how real yet visually impressive things looked. One of the reasons George Lucas supposedly scrapped his Star Wars TV show back in 2005 was because it was too costly to produce. To be able to make a show worthy of the Star Wars brand would have had an insanely expensive budget, and at that time, Television wasn't known for producing such visually high quality content. But now, thanks to shows like Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead, and innovations in technology like the one Favreau is using, it's possible to make a cinema quality TV show. In fact, audiences kind of expect it nowadays. The Mandalorian feels and looks like a Star Wars movie, which is a real impressive feat. But this is only possible because of the advancements in special effects technology. As Dave Filoni shared at the Mandalorian press conference. You know, as somebody that's always been into fantasy science fiction, you 
were always waiting for a moment where you thought that what the images on television were as good as what you were seeing in the theater, but there was a big separation when I was a kid. And now I think it's gotten so close and you know, it's one of the thrilling things. We can make something like Star Wars because technology has advanced and it's, that's one of the dreams of, that George had. Uh, even when I worked with him on Clone Wars, he would talk about um, the future being streaming, the future being uh, episodic serialized uh, Star Wars, because like you said, it's what in influenced him. So yeah, uh, and it is cool to, to get to help make it, so. I think it's pretty neat that even though George is no longer involved with Star Wars, his dream for the franchise is becoming a reality with The Mandalorian. Number three, the score. It might seem strange for me to tell you to watch a show because of its awesome music, but that's exactly what I'm telling you to do. The musical themes of Star Wars are so iconic that they have come to define the saga. John Williams is a legendary composer, and it's because of him that Star Wars music has permeated our pop culture. Williams is not involved in creating the music for The Mandalorian, so I wondered what the new Star Wars composer Ludwig Göransson's approach would be. Would he play it safe and try to mimic Williams' style? The short answer is absolutely not. Ludwig composed the scores for Black Panther and Creed. He also produced Childish Gambino's This Is America. So what musical stylings is he bringing to The Mandalorian? Recorders, to be exact. As in those woodwind instruments you might have played hot cross buns on as a child, like me. Ludwig told the LA Times that he took the recorders and went into the woods to meditate and play the instruments. Quote, I wanted to get back to that nostalgic childhood memory I had watching Star Wars and the excitement of seeing these kind of really amazing visuals and with music that sounds like it's coming from other planets, end quote. He said that because Star Wars music is so well known, he wanted to approach the score in a different way. So he decided to make the bass recorder the sound of the Mandalorian. Quote, that's how I started. I wanted the core soul to be organic. Then I wanted to add a tech sound to it. And I also wanted to add on a cinematic orchestra, which makes it feel like Star Wars, end quote. By combining all these elements, the score is grand and majestic, as Star Wars music always is, but there is a haunting and lonely quality to it, thanks to the recorder sounds. What is most surprising when listening to the score is the techno element to it. There were a few action sequences that were driven by what I thought, and I'm not an expert on this, like a dubstep soundtrack. This music energized the scenes, made them feel gritty, kind of weird, and unlike anything we've ever heard in Star Wars before. I loved it. It's unexpected and off-kilter, which totally works with the story of The Mandalorian. If this all sounds too different than what you're used to with Star Wars, don't worry. There are musical themes that recur throughout the eight episodes. But for Favreau, Ludwig Göransson has given him the score he was looking for. Favreau told the LA Times, quote, I was looking for something that was a little grittier, a little edgier, and a little more tech-oriented, something that felt half tech, half classic. It was quite impressive how Gorenson was able to incorporate everything that I was concerned with and then bring his own personality to make it extremely catchy and iconic and have all the quality and breadth of a Star Wars score, end quote. 
mission accomplished. Number two, the acting. I don't mean this as a slight, but Star Wars isn't known for its incredible acting. Personally, I don't think people give enough credit to the many fantastic performances in all of the Star Wars movies. Yes, there have been some stilted performances throughout the saga. Two fighters against a Star Destroyer. But the Star Wars galaxy has had some incredibly talented actors, from Mark Hamill to Felicity Jones, not to mention the immensely talented voice actors like Ashley Eckstein and Tia Sarkar. One of the things I've been most excited about with the Mandalorian series is the casting of Pedro Pascal. He is always fascinating and fun to watch, and as an actor myself, I can say he is an actor's actor. He's just so good. At the press conference, Pascal and Favreau played coy with whether or not we'd ever see the Mandalorian without his helmet. I seriously hope we do, since Pascal is such a tremendous talent, it would be a shame not to see his facial expressions. But even just from the helmeted footage I saw, Pascal is making his Mando character more than just a cool talking bounty hunter in a Western. It would be very easy to make the Mandalorian simply stoic and gruff, but Pascal is bringing nuance, complexity, and even humor to his performance. Speaking of humor, there is a lot of it, thanks to some of the supporting cast. Humor is a big element of Star Wars, and The Mandalorian captures that spirit, maybe even pushing the comedic boundaries even more than we've ever seen. In terms of tone, I would say it's closest to the type of humor we got in Solo, except The Mandalorian is definitely much grittier in style. The humorous moments are organic and expertly done thanks to the talent on screen and behind the camera, so it never feels heavy-handed or out of place. Of course, the show has, as I mentioned, grit, gravitas, thanks to actors like Werner Herzog, who definitely makes a lasting impression. Is the world more peaceful since the revolution? It is the shame that your people suffered. But bounty hunting is a complicated profession. I also can't wait to see Giancarlo Esposito as Moff Gideon. As Esposito told the New York Times, his character keeps his motivations close to his chest, so it won't be immediately clear to the audience whether he's a good guy or a bad guy. Esposito is so good at playing characters that are complicated and layered, so I know his performance is going to be really exciting to watch. We also recently learned a little bit more about Ming-Na Wen's character, Fennec Shand. Shand? Not quite sure about that. Fennec is a mercenary who has committed murder for the galaxy's top crime syndicate. Wen had a hand in creating this mysterious character, from contributing ideas on how her character's hairstyle should look, to working with director Dave Filoni on changing lines in the script to make it fit her character better. I really respect how invested Ming-Na Wen was in crafting her character, and I know that passion will translate on screen. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Let's talk a little bit more about the passion being put into this project with my number one reason to tune into The Mandalorian. It's made by people who love Star Wars. Being a huge Star Wars fan who knows all about the canon is not required of those who act in or direct a Star Wars movie, but it certainly helps. Star Wars had a huge impact on some of the filmmakers of today, like Jon Favreau. Here he is at the Mandalorian press conference. My whole taste in movies was probably formed in a big way from seeing George Lucas's original film. And, and I learned about cinema through, through the lens of that film because my father would explain to me, no, that's, you know, this, is, this is a lot like samurai movies or this is a lot like westerns or World War II films. And so that became uh, my, my inroad. And then there was a whole... Uh, Power of Myth with Joseph Campbell and, and Bill Moyers that was filmed up at the ranch. And that opened me up to the mythic structure and the monomyth and, and my understanding of mythology and storytelling. And so to come back and return to this with the freedom that this new platform affords, because there's nothing to compare it to, nothing has been on TV other than the uh, holiday special. And, <laughs> and, and, um, and, and the the idea of telling a story over more than just a couple of hours, told every few years, opens us up to this uh, novelization of story and a return back to the roots in many ways of the Saturday afternoon serial films that my parents' generation grew up with. And that George Lucas grew up watching. 
What makes The Mandalorian unique is that Jon Favreau has been thinking about the story since he was a kid playing with his action figures. But it's not just Favreau. Everyone involved, whether it's the actors, or directors, or prop makers, have a real love for Star Wars. So this is really, you're going to see, I think, a lot of people that are working in this incubator of story and technology and um, and star, you know, really uh, people who got together because they love Star Wars and this, I think, uh, enthusiasm that seems to be very contagious, not just with the people on the couch here, but the artwork he's talking about, you know, that's uh, Doug Chang, who's been part of a lot of people who came up through the ranks over the years since the prequels and uh, and all of them slowly like Tom Sawyer coming together to paint the fence. And there's this real enthusiasm that's very organic as we're telling the stories and it's a very collaborative environment. One of the most exciting collaborations has been Favreau's relationship with executive producer Dave Filoni. Filoni is perhaps the closest thing Star Wars has to George Lucas right now. He worked alongside Lucas for 10 years on The Clone Wars and Filoni became somewhat of an apprentice of the makers. Filoni brought his creative vision to the Mandalorian story, but he also brought his extensive knowledge of Star Wars lore. After all, I mean, he created much of the new canon, right? What Filoni's involvement means for fans is that the Mandalorian is going to play on two levels. One for viewers who are casual fans of the franchise, and one for viewers who have soaked up everything from the books to the holiday special, from the Clone Wars to Star Wars Rebels. Here's Favreau again. There are ways that even though we have new characters in it and you could jump in because it's chapter one, we wanted to make sure that if you were watching and you knew about it, and this is where Dave has really been a treasure trove because we, we tried to effort to work stuff in, whether it's humorously, like making a reference to Life Day, or a reference to a prop that has been um, has been uh, appreciated by a core group uh, over time, just putting those little Easter eggs in, or big movements in the story that reflect storylines in, in either the legends or in canon that people have known and had, um, and, and by the way, all of the animated um, content that, had, that Dave's been working on, how do you weave all of it together so that you don't have these divided, segmented parts of the, you know, of the audience, but you could start to bring it all together and coalesce it in a way that creates an overarching narrative and rewards the people who've been putting the time in over the years since they were kids growing up with it. Did you hear that? They want to reward our time and effort for being fans because they are fans and they know how much that means. I feel like this is what a lot of Star Wars fans have been wanting. It's not fan service per se to throw in a nod to the holiday special. It's more like giving fans a patch or a pin for being a loyal member of the club. One of the reasons they didn't show press a full episode is because they didn't want to spoil any of the quote, quote, reveals in the series. I have no idea what these big reveals might be, but I'm guessing it's going to mean something if you're an invested Star Wars fan. Of course, even if you're new to the franchise and haven't watched B. Arthur sing in a cantina, all types of fans will enjoy The Mandalorian. After all, it's Star Wars comfort food, 
like no one has ever experienced before. If you'd like to watch the Mandalorian press conference moderated by the wonderful Ash Crossan, head to the Entertainment Tonight YouTube channel where you will find a slightly edited version. But what are you most excited about with the Mandalorian series? Or if you're listening to this once it's been released, what do you think? You can let me know on Twitter at Jennifer Landa, hashtag Happy Beeps, or my Facebook page, or Instagram, or Force Center's social media sites. You know the drill. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a special edition of Happy Beeps. As some of you may know, I am on maternity leave, so I won't be podcasting regularly, but I will be checking back in every now and then. So until next time, beep bop boop. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.